Well, hey, how are you? It has been a week, as uh, you probably know. Now, I can't really talk about it a lot of the podcast because um, uh, I just can't. And um, But you kind of know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, it has been kind of a week. And um, uh, just kind of things happen that you don't see coming. And but but you know what I think you do is you just keep you keep forging ahead, ahead because you really have no choice. So uh, you know you can sit and you can moan and you can mourn and you can uh, question why and you can do all kinds of things. But I think in life you're going to get kind of clobbered upside the head once in a while, and uh, there's really not a whole lot you can do except shake it off and keep moving. And uh, that's kind of what I've decided to do. That's kind of always what I've done. And, you know, not that it's the easiest thing in the world to do or not that I'm some sort of wonderful person for being able to do it, but I think I'm confident enough in myself and believe in myself and believe in what I've done and what I've accomplished that I know that it's not an insurmountable uh, insurmountable obstacle. Um, uh, And if something like that happened to you, if you were, for example, let's say that you were blindsided and your partner wanted a divorce, and it turned out that they'd been seeing somebody for you know months or even years, and uh, they came to you and they said, "Hey, guess what? You know what? I got a hold of an attorney." And by the way, that's that's not what it is, in case you're wondering. Um, but you go on, you know, you 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 sit there in shock and you shake it off and and you you move on because you can either sit there and waddle waddle. Wallow, that's what it is. Waddle, waddle is what I do when I like had too much to eat and then I waddle. But wallow is, um, uh, yeah. So anyway, so enough really about that. You know, life goes on and, um, you know, you do the best that you can, right? What else can you do? So here we are. I'm going to start off with something really positive. <laughs> Look, you heard my Ring Doorbell Saga and how uh, it finally works. But basically, the, me and technology don't always get along. And, and it's frustrating because I'm not dumb technology-wise. It's just that sometimes things will just not work. So, you know, for years, we had the, the printer, the Wi-Fi printer, and it was so unreliable that we finally took it back to Target, or we didn't take it back, we threw it away, or recycled it, got another one, and it worked okay, but it never really worked quite right, and it would print from some computer and not from other computers, and uh, there was no reason why that it would print from this computer but not another computer. So when I got the Ring doorbell, I installed it, and it worked off and on, and then it stopped, and then um, I told my wife, Susan, I said, it's technology in me. We just don't always get along. So the latest development was that she needed me to um, figure out how to use a router for something down at her work. It's a basically, it's a wooden clock and you paint the outside of the clock, you know, the surface of the clock. It'll say something like, you know, the Jacobson family clock shop or, um, uh, you know, Jacobson clock factory or something cute like that on a big, huge two and a half foot round clock and it's you know that barn style with the wood and the stain and it's really cool and and that's what she does at board and brush plug and she said you know we get our wood from our supplier but they charge us a dollar for routing the back of the wood out and i think maybe even more than that so you need to route out a hole in the back of the clock surface the backside to put the clock mechanism in 
And she said, hey, can you do this? I said, I can. And she said, well, things don't always go right with you with technology. I said, this is not technology. This is a machine. This is um, a mechanics. And there's no mystery to mechanics with me or to a machine with me like that. A mechanical machine, the motor runs. If the motor's running, it should work. In a computer, it's totally different. Just because it powers up doesn't mean it's going to work. So I was pretty proud of myself that I was able to figure out how to use a router. I haven't used a router since eighth grade woodshop class, no lie. And it worked out fine. And it took me a little while to figure out how to get the settings right on the router and some trial and error and oh, why it wasn't doing this right and it did this wrong and whatever. But I figured it out after a while. And uh, she was pretty impressed. And I said, it's because it's not technology. It's a machine. It's like a mechanical machine. And there's, it makes sense. It's like that is attached to that and that is attached to that and that's attached to that. And they all work together. Computers, sometimes, what the fuck? Am I right? All right, we got some things to talk about here on the podcast this week. But here's the funny thing. Um, the, the election, we got to talk about the election really quick. Um, uh, we never get political on our show because we have learned that people don't want to hear about politics on our show. But you really have to recognize the fact that there is the first female vice president. And people are surprised sometimes when they when they realize that a guy my age can be almost a feminist. I wouldn't describe myself as a feminist, but how can you not support women um, when you love women and have women in your life? I mean, my daughters and my wife uh, and my friends that are women, of course I want to see them do well. How could you not? So... Uh, is it hopeful that like, you know, Fallon's daughter or my daughter or your daughter will grow up and see, you know, Kamala Harris is vice president and she's, um, uh, I think Asian or Indian and, uh, and also black. And I think that's great. Um, did I vote for them? Ah, that's not the story. That's not, that's not necessarily the point. Um, because I love seeing a woman break that barrier. And uh, I think people are sometimes surprised. Somebody emailed me during the height of the pandemic. Well, this could be the height coming this winter. We don't know. But during the height of the pandemic around April or May, somebody emailed me and they said, you know, I'm really impressed, Dave, that when you refer to someone like a doctor or a pilot or a cop or an astronaut or an architect or whatever, you always say she. So it's kind of like, yeah, if you go to your dentist and your dentist tells you you got to start flossing, then you better listen to what she tells you. And I do that very deliberately, but I like doing it very naturally because I think that it just creates a little what I would call a micro-impression of the fact that, well, yeah, of course your dentist is very likely to be a woman and it doesn't even bat an eyebrow. It's very likely that your Amazon driver is a woman or that your doctor or that a firefighter is a woman and it shouldn't raise an eyebrow. So she was kind of impressed. She's like, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm impressed that like an older white guy um, that would, would, you know, throw in the pronoun of her when it, our society more likely would throw in the pronoun of he. Like your doctor tells you, you got to be, eat better, you better listen to what he says. I always throw in, I always make it a woman. And she noticed that and I was kind of flattered that she noticed that. Um, and so I tell people, I say, well, of course I support women. 
And they go, well, God, every man says that. And I said, well, you know, but I have two daughters and I support them. Then they, and somebody once told me, and I've heard this more than once, uh, they said, okay, just because you have daughters doesn't mean you support women. And it's like, what the fuck do I need to do then? What the fuck do I actually need to do to show you? And I think that some people just have it ingrained in their mind that it's not, it's so atypical for a guy my age to support women um, and be proud of them and happy for them when they do really, really well, um, that they just don't really want to believe it. At my dentist's office, Park Dental in Eden Prairie, they're awesome. Nearly, they have all the dentist pictures on the wall, and nearly every one of them is a woman. And at no point when the woman walked in and she was a doctor did I ever go, Oh, what's this? A woman dentist? No. You know, listen, we all knew really smart women in high school. I went to high school a long time ago, and I knew really smart women in high school. And I know really smart women now that are in college in Allison's grade, and she was she was um, roommates at St. Thomas with three other women. All three of them became doctors, if I remember right. Allison was the only one that didn't become a doctor. Um, so I want to shake her. No, I'm kidding. Allison is um, amazing. One of our listeners is um, uh, she was talking about how I said, I want to marry a surgeon. Yeah, next time I get married, I want to marry a surgeon. So she messaged me on Instagram. She's like, Dave, I'm a surgeon. And she's like 30, 32, and she's gorgeous, and she's a surgeon. And I said, what kind of surgeon are you? And she said, I'm an OBGYN surgeon. And uh, I, you know what? I think that's so great. I think that it's great that women really can do whatever they decide they want to do. And if they decide they want to become president and we decide that they're ready for it, then guess what? And so that's great. Uh, so whether you voted for the Biden-Harris ticket or not, and I know a lot of people in Minnesota vote uh, progressive, um, then even if you didn't, I think it's just, you know, you got to wish them good luck and blessings and all the good things that, that everything will go as good as could be expected. So uh, there's that. Um, there was something else I was going to talk about here uh, because I was going to get back into one of the themes of the podcast. I know what it was. Okay, back to technology. Uh, technology. I had written down notes in the Notes app on my phone because I had an idea for the podcast. And technology, again, was not my friend. I went back to it, and it was gone. All it said was podcast. So uh, that's what I get with technology sometimes. I love my iPhone. I love most of what Apple does. I know that some people that listen to the podcast, including my friend Nate, who loves Apple, works for Apple. Um, he is my Apple genius go-to. And I told him, I said, why are my notes disappearing from my Apple notes? And he said, I really, I really don't know. Um, so anyway, that was kind of disappointing because sometimes I have an idea and I'll write it down and because I'm not going to remember it. And if I don't write it down, it's gone. And so that idea was gone. But you know what? We're muddling through anyway. I thought we'd go back to the original idea for the podcast, which is based on the book, Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. I haven't opened the book in a really long time, um, but I found a couple of chapters here that I thought I would kind of revisit as I'm pulling the little sticky pad, uh, sticky um, uh, notes off of the pages. Here we go. Chapter 12, Coach Your Kids Soccer Team. I'm going to read it to you. I never played soccer outside of gym class in junior high. So when my six-year-old daughter's soccer team needed a coach, I was the worst possible choice. I did it anyway. Do you want to know why? Because no other parent volunteered. As you probably guessed, our team sucked. 
I think we scored one goal all season. One goal all season. The other parents knew they couldn't complain about my coaching. They didn't offer to coach. After all, I noticed a similar problem when my son was in Cub Scouts. Like in most organizations, the same three people did 99% of the work. It amazes me there are parents who never even consider helping out. Hey, she's your kid. You probably should help her with some of her activities. You don't have to be an expert camper or a former pro baseball player to lead a bunch of kids. Just being a good, reliable, and helpful person is enough. Besides, your kids are growing up fast. You might as well help out with their activities so you can spend a little more time with them. True story. Um, but I coached. I had no idea what I was doing. I made up some drills, and the kids sucked, and I didn't know what to do. To And one of the parents one time said, Dave, where did you um, learn uh, to coach soccer? And I knew what they were saying. They were saying, you suck. Where did you get the idea you can coach? And I said, I don't know anything about it, but nobody else volunteered, and they shut up. So next one, chapter 43, airplane travel. <laughs> uh, no, actually, that's not the one I marked. I want to go to 42. Here it is, and I really like this one. 42, never find out what your coworkers get paid. Everybody thinks they want to know what their coworkers get paid, but you really don't want to know. It's kind of like hearing how a magician makes a girl disappear. I mean, wow, it's so cool. One minute she was there in the box, and I swear the next second she was gone. But when you find out she clumsily slips out of the box and squats behind it, you find yourself thinking, I wish I'd never asked. When you find out how much your coworker makes, chances are you'll be pissed. Even if they make less than you think, you'll wonder how such an unqualified, lazy ass could be making that much. And if they make that much, certainly you should make a whole lot more than you do. Don't get tempted. Maybe you should talk about which coworkers are sleeping together instead. Clever, Dave, clever. Um, I don't want to know how much anybody makes on my show. I have an idea because I'm their boss, but I, I also know that nobody on the show makes what I think they should make. Um, uh, and, uh, I think that, I don't know, I'm, I don't want to say a whole lot more than that, but, you know, sometimes I find out what somebody makes and I'm like, whoa, that's what they make. It's not just a radio thing. It's an anything thing. Uh, and I think that there's like, you know, certain companies that that's your pay grade and there's no mystery. There's no negotiation. There's no unfairness. It's like, if you are a grade level, this, you make this pay grade and that's just the way it is. Okay. Last one. Then we're going to wrap it up here. Keep it kind of short this week. Chapter number 65 from the book, Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Don't try drugs. Not even once. Sure, you smoke pot. Almost everybody has tried it. I'm talking about the hard stuff. Why anybody would take a chance on that, seeing what it's done to other people's lives, is beyond my understanding. There are countless don't try drug stories, and here's another. Teenage boy had a sleepover. When some friends came by, this is a true story and it's so sad. I changed the facts a little bit because it happened here in town. Teenage boy had a sleepover. Some friends came over. These friends brought along some heroin for everybody to try. All these athletic, intelligent, accomplished young boys gave into the pressure to try it. And one of the boys passed out. The rest of the boys hoped that he would sleep it off and he'd be fine in the morning. The next morning, the boy was dead. Here was a young kid who was loved by his parents Friends, family, but for reasons none of them will ever understand, he made a horrible mistake. His parents will hurt forever, all because of drugs. He didn't try them to numb pain or cope with anything. He took them for fun. Yeah, life is hard sometimes, but the idea of taking the pain away with drugs is about as smart as putting out a fire by throwing gas on it. You can't try it. Nope, not even once. 
you know, there are so many addiction problems and, you know, I don't know. Just, I, this is not the PC thing because I know people say it's addiction uh, is a disease and, you know, they are, you know, they need to be treated like a disease and blah, blah, blah. Hey, got an idea. If you never fucking tried it in the first place, you wouldn't be addicted. And, uh, and that might be a little bit harsh, but, but prove me wrong. Tell me that I'm wrong. Maybe send me an email and, and tell me why I'm wrong. But if you don't ever want to become addicted to meth or you don't ever want to become addicted to some drug that you're not prescribed to, then don't fucking try it. Don't try heroin. You don't need heroin. Um, uh, sometimes you get addicted to Adderall or you might get addicted to uh, some sort of a painkiller, Zan, what is it, Zan, um, not Zantax, Zan, what is it called? Um, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, the If your doctor prescribes it and you become addicted, well, it's not like it's okay, but it's a whole lot more understandable than somebody who just decides to try it. I don't understand it. I never will. And guess what? We're going to leave it with that. Uh, hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I, I checked through emails today and uh, just didn't get any emails that I could use on the podcast. As a matter of fact, none that were for the podcast at all. But I'm always looking for emails. They really do help me out. Number one, it lets me know that you're listening and you heard the part of the show, the podcast, where I said, hey, send me an email. So send an email just to let me know you're listening to Dave Ryan at kdwb.com. Hey, thanks for being there. I appreciate you more than you know. Got a lot of nice, supportive messages the last week. And um, you know what? We're plunging ahead. We're doing our thing. We're not wallowing or waddling. We're doing our thing. And Fallon and Jenny love those kids so much that their attitude is just, you know, what else can we do? You know what? There are going to be challenges in life. And uh, that's just the way you handle them. You don't curl up on the uh, in a ball and lay into the covers. So... I don't want you to do that either, so don't curl up in a ball under the covers. Get out there and kick some ass this week. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and uh, we'll see you next time on Take a Shower. Show up on time, and don't steal anything.